What up, everyone? Welcome to HB Hose. It's your hosts, Maddie and Sammy. Say hello. Hello. Wow, we did it. We got it right. <laughs> Amazing. I- I'm shocked. I feel like this is going to be a, bu- a very good podcast, everyone, hopefully. Um, yeah. Anyways, we are talking Yellow Jackets, episode two of season two, uh, named Edible Complex. You know, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, welcome, welcome. We're really excited to talk about this episode. A lot of things happened. It was very dynamic. Um, I think we're just going to start with overall. Oh, well, first, we're going to start with the spoiler alert. We're yeah. Start with the spoilers first. <laughs> See, I'm, just, I'm too excited. I just want to get in there. But oh spoiler God, I, know. I know. Don't yeah. listen if you haven't watched. And if you haven't watched, honestly, stop what you're doing and go watch everything. Yeah. Everything. Watch the interviews. Watch the fucking seasons. Do what you need to do to come back and discuss. Yeah. So, um, Sam, overall thoughts? Oh, gosh. Um, Well, this episode was fucking nuts. And, you know, this is the one that I think I was anticipating number two, and I believe it's number nine, that um, that the cast has actually said, like, these episodes are going to rock your fucking worlds. And this episode did. It was crazy. Okay. A lot a lot happened. Um, we just got right into eating people. I thought that was going to be, like, a later on in the season <laughs> thing. For an episode two to be like this, I'm like, what? Are the other eight episodes I know. what's gonna happen? I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's so, gonna be yeah. absolutely wild. Um, yeah, no, it was it was fucking awesome. I loved it. What did you think? Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Um, what else? Oh, I mean, I was gonna uh just mention because we haven't we so we didn't have this podcast when season one of Yellow Jackets came out, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, we're covering it now, but the, for those of you who are watching Yellow Jackets and have just discovered us via this show, um, we have done a lot of talking about Yellow Jackets before or whatever. And then we also really, Maddie and I just offline spent a lot of time talking about like where the show pulls inspiration from theories, plot discussions, stuff like that. And two, three things that I've noted and I continually know in every episode I see them, these inspiration from these things pull through are number one, the miracle of the Andes, which is the, um, the, the boys soccer team that crashed in the Andes mountains and 72 Mm -hmm. of them, uh, they were out there for 72 days. They had to resort to eating the already dead in order to survive. Mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. one of the biggest inspirations. Um, the second one is the, uh, one sec, one sec. The, the Donner Party. I just learned about this actually like two days ago, and it's crazy. So basically, migrants from the East, East Coast America um, during the, the gold rush were migrating to California, and um, a group of people that were traveling together called the Donner Party, um, they got stuck in the mountains of Nevada during winter time, had no food, really similar to what we're seeing in Yellow Jackets right now, and resorted to eating the bodies of people that died from starvation. So mm-hmm. that's a little American history for you. And then um, one of the more like mythological things that we see a lot, we saw in this episode specifically was, um, the, you know, this Maynad Greek mythology, Dionysus. Dionysus, Bacchus. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is yeah. all a really interesting stories. And I really want to just throw this out there because I um, have some experience from Mardi Gras and like one of the better parades is the Bacchus Parade. It's very fun. It's very big. There's a lot of different ones and they all have different names. So if you're ever yeah, there. So, so Dionysus, Bacchus. yeah, Dionysus is the Greek version. Bacchus is the Roman version, but they're basically right. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so and then yeah, well, yeah, and Maenads are just, they basically, like, Dionysus is the god of wine and fertility. He's basically the wine of, like, getting drunk and fucking. Yeah. Getting drunk and fucking. Getting drunk and fucking. He's a ho. He's a ho. We love it. We would be Maenads. A hundred percent. Oh, my God. Fucking Maenad crew. Hello. Um, yeah. yeah. So, basically, Maenads were just female followers and worshippers of Dionysus and they um other like normal people i guess would look at them and be like these hoes are crazy because all they do is dance around and chant and sing and drink and fuck yeah do fucking if you rituals a little throwback to true blood one of our og faves um yeah the main ad in i think it was season two or season two yeah season two Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and that was it was an interesting season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's really great. I actually am glad that you said that because for me, overall thoughts, I really wanted to bring this up. We know that Redditors have been talking about it. We love all of the Redditors. So smart. Just mm-hmm. the smartest individuals mm-hmm. out there. We fucking love them. Um, but yeah, it's the mythological versus is this psychology yeah. And I think this episode really shook things up for that conversation, yeah. um, which I'm really happy about. I'm still on the more, like, this is under psychology side because there's a lot of factors. Like, things I don't think I thought about as much before because I was so enthralled with, like, the trauma of it all happening and the PTSD yeah. of it happening. Like, I for- you know, we forget that they're getting hungrier, you know, I didn't realize that until Jackie says it to Shauna in the beginning of this episode. She's like, you're hungry. Yeah. You know, like, they're not making good decisions. No, I mean, but no, they're not also- like clear ones. I don't want to say they're bad, but I don't think, like, they're they're not in the right state of mind in general. And it's yeah. just like, fuck, man, we're going to do things that are extremely out of character because we're in this situation. Yeah, it's very well said. Um, I think that... <laughs> Yeah, if you keep that <clears throat> that thought in the back of your mind, especially like throughout this episode, even like, and we'll kind of go over all these points, but um, even her, like Maddie and I had a conversation about um, Natalie and Travis and her pretending, mm. we can just actually cover that right now because I did want to spend yeah. time, but Natalie um, and Travis, they go out on their normal like hunt scavenge and um, they go separate ways Natalie has Javi's pants, puts blood on them, and acts like she found them, acts like Javi's dead. She basically found evidence that Javi is dead um, to get Travis to move on. I think it was really fucked up. I think it's unethical, you know, but I agree. You know, it's something that, like, I understand why she did it, and I understand why she thought that that was a good thing to do, but you're not, you don't, it's unethical for him on his behalf. But it's kind of ethical for the group, the greater good. She's like, we can't waste time searching for someone who is probably dead. Yeah. 48 hours. Y'all, like, I don't know if they had that show in, like, the 90s that they're portraying. I can't remember if it goes that far back. But I'm like, you know better. You know, like, so I think for her sake, like, Natalie was just trying to help the 
everybody and be like, we, we can't waste time. We need to find food. Yeah. Like we need to find, so it's unethical, but I also feel like there is some ethics. Like it's, it's a greater good question. And that is always fucked up. I know. I just like, uh, I'm just, and that makes sense. And in that way, you know, yeah, you're right. Um, but I just, I hate it because I'm like, you don't, Natalie, I don't care. Like, you don't have the right to dictate somebody's process and what they know and Correct. what they don't know. You manipulated it. Like you've manipulated the situation and that's fucked up, you know? So I don't yeah. know. And I think like for me, um, Natalie was like, she was my fate by far my favorite girl, both young and older in season one. And I think that she's really going to piss me off this season. Um, I think that this is going to be a big misty wind season and a big, like everybody, we're going to hate everybody else so much. That happens to all of our favorites. Just so you know, if we ever say a favorite on here, just know they're most likely going to be bad, bad, bad. Yeah. They're doomed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's our little character curse, but it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Well, we can move on and talk about, let's see, what do we have here? Um, well, I think on my side, my notes app is just not fucking loading. So, um, well, I'll guide you. It's Shauna and Snacky, <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the Reddit users because that that is where that came from. And it, God, it's just so clever and it's so funny and mean and awful. I, it's everything wrapped up into one. So, um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, Shauna is processing her death in a crazy ass way i mean again they're in the fucking woods it's been a few months you know like they're just they're just doing what they know how to do best and that's just be a fucking teenager so she's talking to her about teenager shit out in the cabin while it's freezing with jackie's frozen solid and perfectly preserved body and doing her hair and her makeup like a psycho (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you she know, was just dressing her up for the feast. Or the funeral. <laughs> well, yeah. Or the funeral. I mean, like a mortician does no, that. No, no, no. I, mean, I would say I was saying that to be ironic because she I don't think yes. she had any intention of Jackie actually like her body going anywhere. Um yeah. you know, I think it was yeah, I don't even know. There's a million ways that you can psychoanalyze that but yeah she's it's a pretty fucked up way of grieving but then like also on that the way that ty responded to it also pissed me off like you get don't get to tell people how they they absolutely don't get to tell people what i actually don't even want to say it's fucked up because i am sure there are cultures that stay with the dead bodies for however long or whatever, you know? So like, I can't speak on it like that, but I think the way that we're visually seeing it right now, it feels, it feels a little unhealthy. Yeah. Like sure, she needs to go through her own process. And I agree with that fully, but I think like maybe the girls are just not being there enough for her in the way that uh, like Lottie is, but I think she needs more support. Yeah, and I think that, like, really the alarming fact of it is just that it's been two months and it's showing no signs of improvement, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that that's kind of where they're coming from. And Ty is blaming her shit on being worried about Shauna, which is, like, cool if that's true. But, like, I think that that's why Ty is being the most, like, abrasive with Shauna. And I just just didn't appreciate it. I'm like, this is a lot. You're basically re-traumatizing her after her But I do think that Ty's 
like whatever's going on with her, I do think it is triggered by stress. And I do think that she was worried about Shauna. Uh, Maybe she does blame her though at like a younger age in like some deeper part where she's, maybe that's why she's being so hard on her because she's like, yo, like if you weren't, if I wasn't worried about you, I wouldn't have fucking slept walk last night. Yeah. I mean, she didn't say that, but I imagine I might feel that way if I was Ty. I don't know. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's really, it's so sad too, because when Lottie, I don't know who said it to Ty and she was like, that was her, I think it was Lottie. She said that was her best friend. By the way, Lottie might be crazy, but this bitch got a little bit of hands because she, it's hard to challenge a captain of a team. Yes, mm-hmm. they're in the woods, but Ty was the captain, and she fucking well, shoved she, the shit no, out she of wasn't her. The cap- Jackie was the captain, but now that Jackie's dead, Ty is probably, like, assumed captain, but... Okay, well, oh, yeah, I forgot that the coach had asked her because she has influence, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but Ty is very, like, fitting for captain or co-captain, but yeah, I was just like, okay, Lottie, you just shoved the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Like she mm-hmm. fell. The fuck? <laughs> you got strength. Look, don't take my strong hand. Like that is what that was. I was impressed. But I also, it was very moving to hear her say that was her best friend because, you know, you're my best friend. Yeah. And I would shove the shit out of someone for you. Okay. Thank you. That's nice. Ty. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's sad though. It's really sad to see this all playing out. Ugh. You know, I know it's shitty. It's so like, yeah, it's just awful. God, I can't imagine that. Just all of it, and I think that like, yeah, it was just like this is two months later, and Shauna still isn't. I don't think she's healed much, and it's like it's rebringing it back up for everybody. I mean, everybody. It's like Jackie's body out of sight, out of mind. So they didn't really like the only thing that they were worried about was Shauna. But like, they're like, okay, what? You know, she's got to go through her shit. And now this whole thing, like two months mm-hmm. later, it's coming right back up in like the most yeah. dramatic way. And then I guess we could just talk about the feast. You know, I, I guess like let's just. Uh... Talk about yeah, yeah, so they decide that since they can't bury her, they're going to burn her in a funeral pyre, which I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, Game of Thrones, okay. Um, but uh, fucking snow falls on her, and it slow cooks the bitch, and so it's like... <laughs> Goddamn rotisserie out of her. Like, that's what I thought of immediately, and it made me so sad. I was like, no, not the rotisserie style. Yeah. Well, I'm in Peppa. I mean, I, just, I feel like if um, if that didn't happen, they would probably be dead. All be dead. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, <sighs> it's such a struggle. I hate to say this on the internet, but I'm gonna say it. I would have eaten Jackie too. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to. Like that was way too fucking coincidental. And the thing is, when I first watched this episode, because we always watch it a couple times to make sure we're seeing and understanding everything but the first time i watched it i was like oh the sound of the snow woke them all up like oh my god and then i realized it was the smell of like cooked meat and i don't know what it smells like but i imagine it (laughs) smells pretty similar to real meat i don't know i I just want to say for the record guys um thank you for listening because we are walking fine lines of not breaking any laws (laughs) speaking on a public platform about this kind of shit (laughs) it's just 
you know, you can't help but put yourself there and be like, mm-hmm. fuck, what would I do? And you don't know. You just don't know what you would do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would eat her. I would 100% eat her. Without a doubt, I would have petitioned to yeah. eat her sooner than two months. Absolutely. I would have been like, bitch, like, we, we got a fresh body out there. Like, oh that is, God. you know, like I've got some herbs. I, I'm a horrible person when I'm angry, like hungry, like I'm horrible. So like, yeah, I would have been petitioning. Yeah. I would have been in everyone's yeah. ear, like survival style, like or survivor yeah. style, like yeah. you know, making yeah. alliances. Like, yes, who's you know, like <laughs> getting thrown off the island. Yeah, oh exactly. man, that's fucked. Uh, um, yeah, and so so yeah, they obviously Jackie gets slow cooked. They. Kind of, they all wake up to the smell, to the noise. Mm-hmm. Definitely a smell because you can he- like hear them, like like dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sniffing in the air. Um, and then, uh, excuse me. Then they, you know, they go out there, and Shauna's like, "It's okay. She wants us to." And right, they, which they, feels like some crazy shit to say, but again, I'm like, they're all so fucking hungry. They've all been through some shit, and it the smell is probably so overwhelming. Mm-hmm like food so yeah. you're just like fuck i can't just let that go yeah oh god so yeah of course shauna takes the first slice because she's got the knife she's the wielder of the fucking blade um and you know she slowly puts it up to her mouth and as soon as she does that we cut scene to a like grecian mm-hmm. table where they're dressed in like I guess like toga style, like in a sense, with gold yeah. little embellishments, um, and it's like a feast. There's a bunch of fruit. There's a chicken on the table, like a whole cooked chicken, an actual we- rotisserie chicken, yeah, an actual rotisserie <laughs> chicken, not a full circle moment immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, and they are also. Picking up, and Shauna's the first one, even in that scene, to pick up, like, a, I guess, like a strawberry, strawberry yeah. and eat it kind of slowly and like cautiously. You know what um, I'm thinking in that scene? I think that was done so fucking well. I loved that it was the ending. Okay. Scene. Sorry, we skipped totally. I had to talk about this before everything else, but um, I loved, first of all, that there was a chicken, but all of them, you they, they start off slowly eating the fruit. It, it literally made me think if I was absolutely starving for six months, how good a strawberry would taste. Oh my God. I like, I just, that scene did it for me. My mouth was watering, even though juxtaposed them eating a human body, I still wanted to be at that table with them eating, you know, like it was, it was done really well. It was very much Maynard culture. Like that mm-hmm. is what I think of when I think of just Greek you know, just that. and and this yes. is the, the um, ceremony of indulgence. Um, and then I loved that it got like vicious and horrible by the end of it. Yes. It was disgusting, and they were like animals and savages. Um, and I, think I still like, think that they ate fruit though all the way through at the table. Probably they weren't. I don't think they ate the chicken at the table. The thing is, the cutscene was so quick. But you also see them eat. They do cut scene back to them like eating Jackie. Yeah. Snacky. So, I know. She feels a little snacky. Um, Snacky. So, yeah, but I I loved the way that they did that scene. It was probably my favorite scene besides maybe parts of like Doom coming. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but but I think I really liked it because it reminded me of that. And it's also, Mm -hmm. you know, even just, I'm just thinking about Dionysus and all this stuff now that we're talking so much about it this episode, but like, 
it's kind of like um where like your your feast like your their they were apprehensive to start eating the food at the dinner table, right? Just like yes. they were apprehensive to start eating Jackie, you know, when they mm-hmm. approached her. But like it, as they get go, like keep going, it's like they get greedier and greedier, more ravenous. And it's kind of like, yeah. I feel like it's like a metaphor for like what indulgence can turn out to be. Like it, like it's. Um, yeah. Because indulgence, there's a fine line between indulgence and gluttony. Yeah. Yep. And like, I think it's just like the whole thing of like everything in moderation and, you know, they literally ate Jackie fucking clean. There's a scene in the the next episode, like like sneak peek, and she is bones, bitch. There is a cartilage left on that girl. Like she is bones. And it's like, I think that maybe, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see like their like you know, there's a thing called like hangover remorse, right? But the, I can't wait to see like their cannibalism remorse. Like, oh no! Like, oh, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, it's gonna be so funny if they were like, damn, like it sucks that we had to eat a person, but like, did we need to eat all of her right then and there? Like, we couldn't have saved right. them for dinner tonight if we were already gonna like cross that line. Yeah, honestly. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. So. It was pretty horrible, um, but we also see, and that what I think is so interesting about this all too is that Coach wakes up too from the scent, and he sees all what's happening, but he's the only one who's like, I cannot and will not be a part of this, mm-hmm. and that's actually what they end the scene on. He goes back inside, he closes the door, um, he probably realizes that he'll probably be next because he's... I don't know, like disabled, you know, yeah. like he's, he just doesn't have the fucking means to, I don't know, like, well, he doesn't overthrow. have, he can't, well, I mean, even then he can't provide anything. I mean, in, in all right. cases, they all have their own thing that they do, you know, they all provide something and mm-hmm. he doesn't oh. really have any of that. You know, he mm-hmm. would have been the hunter from the beginning, but he has one fucking leg. So like, what's the guy going to do? Um, yeah. So I think either he will be like overthrown. There's a lot of theories out there that think that um, he's going to kill himself, whether because he can't deal with what's happening and he's so disturbed or because he's like, you know, he's sacrificing himself so the kids could live, you know, yeah. I, I don't know if I, uh, that one's a little bit of a stretch for me personally, but um, I think he's going to die for sure. God, he looks like, I mean, they all look bad. He looks horrible. So, yeah. and nonetheless, he looked terrified. So, I mean, if that's, if that's any kind of foreshadowing, yeah. probably very yeah. soon next, which is going to be sad because I really like him. I love him. He's the only voice of reason. I know. He's the only one who makes sense out there amongst these little fucking hormonal idiots. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just want to say about Taiza, especially when she's young, something that pisses me off, especially because they've been out here in the woods for so many months. Like, eat shit. Like, what is the real world saying where it's like, shit starts, like, stops getting nice and when it starts getting real? This is where the fuck they are in the woods. Shit <clears throat> has gotten real. So I'm like, why are you mad that uh van wants to talk to lottie for help yeah she's like oh don't talk to her right right and i'm yeah. just like bitch let go of your little high school ass ego y'all need to figure it out and survive yeah. mm-hmm. sorry to segue into that so weird but uh 
just like between Thais and Van, uh, Thaisa gets away mm-hmm. in the rope. Yeah. Um, at night and fucking she's sleepwalking. Of course it's snowy as shit out there. And Van follows her. Um, cause she wakes up cause she's like, Oh fuck. Like where's Thaisa? She's not tied to me. Uh, follows her tracks like a good woodsy girl who's learned some shit. Mm-hmm. Look, look down for those tracks. Mm-hmm. Smart. Runs after her. And Taiza is basically following... Um, the man with no eyes. Yeah, the man with no eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's leading her off of a cliff. Yeah. And Van gets her right at the last moment. Jumps on her. They wake up. Well, she wakes up. And, it's, you know, it's like traumatic. And they well, run I'm back inside. Not- yeah, so I mean the like I think with that it's just like it's just adding on. I feel like what they're doing is they're just like building tension with making um Thaisa's like sleepwalking uh we're gonna call her fugue Ty. Um because that's I got that from Reddit too, so I'm sorry, I'm just stealing everything from you very clever people. Uh fugue meaning just like blackout, like she's not aware of her actions. Um so yeah, so um, she, you know, I think it's just like the I, I don't necessarily think that the 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 sleepwalking or the fugue tiedness is like means anything. Like I'm trying to like map it out and see like does this lead to a bigger picture? Like are these things supposed to make sense? Because we are gonna go right into talking about the big tie thing this episode. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm like trying to like, do, do they all, all these things, all the details matter. I know that one of the details in that where she's about to go off the cliff that you see like after Van gets her, you pan to a tree and one of the symbols is on that tree, like the symbols mm-hmm. is on the tree. So I'm like, is it connected? We don't know. You know, I am coming at it from, you know, Maddie is more of a, like in the psychological realm of this, the scientific realm. I am looking at things more supernatural um, and so I'm like, is there a bigger picture? Do these details matter? Does it matter that she just almost walked off a cliff? Probably not. I don't know. I think it's just to like increase the, the horror of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if there's nothing else left to be said about young Ty and Van this, we can talk, like skip right to present day Ty and how fucking horrific she is. She's so scary. Oh my God. She's so scary. Um, yeah, those dead eyes oh my god i know well even even the young ones so So yeah so young young girl too right yeah young ty is played by jasmine savoy brown and adult um ty is played by tani cypress i think i'm saying those names right um both of you fucking brava like it's we said this last week too i think and it's like it's just the ty in the car scene the way that oh the camera God. doesn't even leave her face and she is able to just switch it on. And I'm like, that is fucking terrifying. I hope I never, ever, 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 ever meet someone like you. Ever. Please. Truly. God, Truly. if you're deranged like that, stay the fuck away from me. There's another scene where she's sitting in front of the mirror and actually she does not turn her head physically, but the reflection does. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. fucking eyes. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking jump scare me like that you crazy okay so this scene the the sammy thing really fucked me up so she thinks that she's home she's chugging coffee she's been awake for god knows how long um probably not hard on her 
the little fucking bicycle. Yeah. Yeah, Sitting in the sun, taking showers, like doing everything she can to stay awake, which I get it. Um, but you know, when you're awake for that long, you can start to see things like, you know, delusions, things that aren't there, hear things that aren't there. You start to go fucking crazy. Um, she is going crazier than I, you know, I think any human probably has ever whatever, but like she thinks she sees Sammy come inside and then she calls, she calls, um, Monique, Simone, Simone. shit, Monique. No, it's Simone. It's Simone. Um, God, I feel stupid. Simone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and says that Sammy went there after school. Da, 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 da. Simone goes there. We actually see that she's asleep. Um, Simone wakes her up and then they realize Sammy's not there. They're all looking for him, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Then um, the school call says that Sammy had been sitting in, in the principal's office for two hours or guidance counselor, whoever. Um, mm-hmm. And meaning he never was at Ty's house. And that I didn't even catch it. Until she, the whoever was on the phone, the teacher was like, he's been here for two hours. And I was like, oh, shit. And they both uh-huh. realized at the same time, like, what was ha- what was going on? And then Simone, um, she threatens her again. And you can just see it in Ty's Well, she Ty's doesn't threaten lives. her, but she says, you need to get help right yeah. now and stop everything you're doing. You know, like, she starts, oh, yeah, I guess she does threaten her. I'm not going to let you parent like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then we see those dead eyes come out, and they fucking wham, bam, fucking right into so, a car accident. Yeah, so I think that um, the car accident was on purpose. I, th- I agree. I, um, I watched it the second time for a second time, and I saw you could see that Ty's eyes—they go from looking at Simone to looking past her, past Simone. looking mm-hmm. back at her, and then boom! It's like she saw the car coming; she knew what yeah. she was doing it was on purpose um agreed so yeah ty is gonna have her own wake up remorse i think from that and i it, it's just it i i don't even really have any words it's terrifying what's happening well and the other thing is something that i had wondered about that whole situation simone had previously threatened her and said if you don't get help i'm gonna go to the press and that could potentially ruin all of them. And yeah. I'm sure they have some like weird pack together, like never speak about it, whatever. And mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the whole hallucination phone call was pre-planned to get her together, mm-hmm. like in the car. Like sometimes I wonder that about Ty because I'm like, she eventually went down to the, I don't even want like the shrine yeah. With the fucking dog head and like the Sammy picture and the doll. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't think she knew that she did that. So when she did realize it, she was like, Oh shit, this is real. Fucking Simone saw it. There's some I need to do something about this. Like yeah. because she because I'm not gonna go and get professional help. I have to silence her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't think about that because I wasn't thinking about Ty in the sinister way because her like waking Ty like is is not like this. We know that she loves her family and yeah, yeah, but then like fugue Ty is just a whole nother animal. And yeah, and I think that given her state, how she like what the state she was in that we see, like she's in this neurotic place already she could have been fugue tie when she even called Simone. 
right? That's like, what I mean. Like, like she, it feels like, super crazy and manic. And, like I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, it could, yeah, it could have definitely been a plot. That's a really good point. And I'm also thinking, what if because I'm thinking about the shrine again, and they were all things that Sammy loves. It was the doll that he loved. It was the dog that he loved. What if this fugue tie? Okay, let's let's talk supernatural for a second. Whatever this, it, like, say that something does have a hold over Ty. What if the ultimate, what she needs to sacrifice in order to keep her life together and her can and her success is she needs to sacrifice Sammy? Because this is a big thing of like a theory mm-hmm. of the show entirely. Let's say yes, supernatural world, supernatural woods, all this stuff. Basically, the only time that they get a reward is when blood is shed. Right. So like in every case, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so that's kind of like where it's like, okay, if we're following this, that uh, modern, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like then then in order for Ty to keep her shit together, she would have to make an ultimate sacrifice. And, you know, and we don't know if Simone is is going to die. We don't know if she's going to be in a coma. We don't know if she's going to be fine. Like, we don't know what Mm -hmm. is going to happen with her yet. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm thinking like the shrine being so about Sammy and her being outside Sammy's window all the time, like when she was sleepwalking. That's and- a great fucking point. Oh, God, poor Sammy. Oh, no. I and feel so automatically, I mean, if, if Simone, if anything happens to her where she can't take care of him, she's uh, he's obviously going to go in in Ty's custody. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? I didn't even think about the, how the shrine was dedicated to San- like it I is about everything he said it. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Fuck. Okay. Ty, <laughs> you fucking need to get your. I don't even know. I don't even think it's. I thought it was schizophrenia before, but I just think it's the lack of sleep because I've you know we've read about it. We've seen studies on it. Like that lack of sleep fucking does shit to you. But I'm like, is it because you were in the woods all the time? Like you were just like awake because you were scared and I don't even fucking know. It's crazy. Ty, please, for the love of fucking the universe and for your own sake, please get some help. Yeah. Yeah. She truly, truly. And I was saying this last week before we knew that this car accident was going to happen. I was pissed. I'm just fucking mad at her waking self because I'm like, you know that you are dangerous and you're putting the people that you love in danger. And Mm -hmm. like, you're still not doing anything about it. Now, I don't even care if you're supposed to like go through your life with all this discretion about what happened in the woods. Like, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, you could be killing your wife, you know, and you killed your fucking dog. And, you know, you have a son. And you're a fucking senator. Like, Jesus, you have so much responsibility to make sure that you're a sane human being. God. Fuck, Ty. Yeah, I get your shit angry with her. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really frustrating to watch her. Although I understand why none of them have sought help. Like, it's fucked up from what we're seeing. So I'm just like, yeah, like, that shit is... Well, really like, hard you know, to deal is, with. Well, and the thing is, okay, we have heard Shauna mention Xanax last season. She opens a bottle of like vodka, and it's after she tells Jeff that she's been cheating on him and that she killed someone. Um, and she's like, she's just drinking straight out of the bottle, and she's like, "We ran out of Xanax." And it's like, okay, so you have prescriptions. We saw Ty take a prescription drug today in this episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you at least could get a prescription of Xanax to put you on your fucking ass when you're sleeping or something. There is there is a medical 
workaround to use not having to go to therapy and tell people what happened. Like truly. Like, and we also don't have to chain you to the bed. Like you're a fucking werewolf about to turn on a full moon. Like there are other ways. Seriously. Gosh. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just frustrating that this is happening. I really hope that at some point she seeks fucking help. I don't know if that will happen. The less she sleeps, the worse it's going to be. Um, (laughs) You know, so yeah. fucking oh. talking. Well, yeah, fucking um, all right. Do you want to move on to uh, Natalie and Travis? Oh, we kind of already talked um, about that a bit. Um, I don't know if you wanted any to, to add anything about the situation. Um, the hobby situation. Oh, about, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. I think we covered that. The bitch is, it's kind of unethical, but it's ethical. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to talk about Callie, though. Yes. This little bitch. I <laughs> really fucking wish she wasn't on this show. No hate to the actress. It's not about her at all. It's about the fucking character. I know. You are child. You're a kid. I don't care if you're 19 or you're 18 and you're legally an adult. Shut the fuck up. You're the kid in this whole situation. Don't be going through your mom and dad's fucking grill. Don't do that. Shut the hell up Mm -hmm. and go do your homework. Go out with Kyle. Yeah. Worry about your little teenager problems. Okay. Like, by the way, dumped before she got chocolate chip pancakes, which makes no sense. Dumped after. I know. Idiot. (laughs) <laughs> and they were going to be mom made with love. Ugh, they were going to be so good. You know? I know. Like, what a little yeah, jerk. So she, and it's strange because in this episode when um, her mom, Shauna, was being questioned by Kevin, who is the guy who had like a crush on her from high school and who is a, now a cop, um, came to kind of question her, but give her a heads up about Adam being missing because he kind of has an inkling that they might have had something going on. Um, he's kind of grilling her and she's not answering well, but then Callie is like, Hey mom, let's go to the mall. Like we talked about what she had denied her for previously in the episode. Cause she's a little fucking bitch. Right now. Like, yeah, let's go to the mall and run up that credit card. Hell yeah, mom. I mean, I don't mean to be devil's advocate here because I fucking hate Callie too. Um, but I also... I also really don't like Shauna that much. And I think that Jeff is a fucking idiot and it's not like her parents didn't just commit serious crimes together. So I'm like, I get it. I get angst. And then this on top of it, you know, I would hate my parents too, if I was her, but she is a little bitch about it. Like how about some escapism? How about some alcoholism? How about running away with a boyfriend? How about something like that? Like how about getting up? How about having, you know, sex after prom? How about something like that? In the real world, obviously, I would be upset. But for the sake of the show, because of how crazy everything is and this crazy, like, a pact that they have with one another, I'm like, why is Callie here? This, like, maybe it is to pull it back to, like, to ground it a little bit and make it more realistic. But, like, I'm past the realism, bitch. Yeah. Okay, I y'all are going hard and crazy. Like they're back. Why is this all happening twenty five years later? If they've held it down for the last twenty five, now they're killing people out in the real world. Like, come on. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. The timing of it doesn't really make that a hell of a lot of sense, especially because it seems like, like when we pick up the, the show and sees it, like when it first started, it was like, you can tell that they haven't really talked to each other in a very long time. Not like not, and they've all kept like kept up, um, you know, it's somebody, um, so basically like Natalie was in rehab, Ty was paying for it. Ty and Sean is still mm-hmm. having other phone numbers. Natalie, when she gets out of rehab, knows exactly where to find Misty, like very well, quickly. Well, Misty knows where everyone is. Yes. And Misty is a psycho and follows, you know, stalks everyone on the reg. So, um, so it like, you could tell that they had kept up, but they weren't close. But then like when the blackmailing was happening, they immediately all started working together. When Shauna killed Adam, they all were there for each other. It was, it made a lot of mm-hmm. sense. Like what you were saying about Ty, like if her campaign or like if her senatorship goes under and she's under investigation by the press or by the cops or whoever, they all go down with her. If Shauna goes down for the killing of Adam, they all go down. They're all accessories. So it's like they, um, there have been, like they, they still have a team like effect about them where like when times are hard, they're going to be there for each other and they're going to make sure that each other are protected, which I mean, I like um, whether or not, but yeah, just in terms of like the realism of the show and I don't know. And it's like Callie is like she's the she's the only teenager in in the present day story. And it's just like, I don't know. It's she's just fucking annoying. I'm like, she just doesn't she's fit annoying. in. She doesn't fit in yeah. here. This is this yeah. is the adult's table. Get out of here. Go right. to the room. Yeah. Exactly. Go to the kids' table, drink your little sippy cup, and yeah. let the adults figure it the fuck out. Because honestly, I think the other thing is like, I get that it's your parents and you're angry, but like don't become an accessory because you just got the evidence, didn't report it, and you just got your mom out of a questioning situation. So now, like, you're kind of an accessory to all of this, too. Well, yeah, and then you also just fucking flirted with a creepy-ass undercover cop who's at the bar in the middle of the day drinking a fireball doing a crossword puzzle. Crossword. Like, how much more psychotic... Can someone look with like the, a Ted Lasso mustache that didn't even look good on his face? Truly. Callie, Truly. you dumbass. Like you're Thank doing you. the exact opposite of what you're trying to do. And like just by being a dumb little kid and like you're just – and like now they know that there's holes in Shauna's story. And now they know mm-hmm. that Shauna was cheating on Jeff, probably with Adam. They uh-huh. have the text messages, which actually I don't even know how they have that if Shauna actually got rid of – the phone and killed the SIM card, then I don't know what um, Kevin, the cop, was talking about when he was like, there's a lot of text messages between well, you. And I and think Adam. cops can definitely fucking lie to you legally yeah, to like bluff you out. <laughs> so that's number one. And number two, um, they might be able to have the records anyways, like just because the phone and the SIM card was destroyed, like the phone company nowadays like has cloud. records. Everything's on a fucking cloud. Yeah. Exactly. So... Mm-hmm. Burn a phone for life, baby. <laughs> we don't want no cloud over here. <laughs> really? That wow. sucks. God, that sucks. Shauna, you <laughs> idiot. God, she's so idiot. stupid. Honestly, I, that's an unpopular opinion of me too, but like Shauna also really, to me, sucks. is kind of dumb. She sucks. Like, she reminds me of Jeff on the, like, I'm like, oh, you're intelligent, but you're all, like, you're street smart in like a survival woodsy way. What is yeah, that like, called? What's the equivalent of street smart, but for the woods? Wood smart. Wood smart. Yeah. Survival smart. 
I, I don't know. But like even then, it's just de- like they fucking lit a fire under a tree for God's sakes. Like it, they're not survival smart, really. At Thank all. you. Thank you. <laughs> like it's just so dumb, and like just some of the shit that like she, oh, gosh, like I'm like yeah, cool. You can kill and skin a rabbit and make it look really cool, and like you know you know how to like <laughs> really out a cool. deer. And, like, you know how to kill some animals and you know how to have a baby in the woods. But, like, really, Shauna? And, like, you got into brown. But I'm like, where is – that's not showing here. You know, and maybe it's just the uh, Melanie Linsky, the woman who plays her, does – it's, like, just a dumb face so well because Shauna just – like, she just has dumb face, you know? <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. But – yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I, I'm really curious about how that whole thing. We'll, we'll talk about that after in the questions part at the end, yeah. of the day, like how that's going to yeah. turn out. Um. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the fucking undercover cop with Callie. I'm just like, Ugh. I just, know. You're she's fucking... just going to frustrate the shit out of me all all season. I know it. I know. I know. It's, um, it's going to be tough. Yeah, but we'll make it. Okay, so uh, we can quickly talk about Missy and Walter. I don't know if we know his name is Walter yet, but I know that from IMDb. But that is, I put the sick in forensics on Reddit or the Reddit of yeah. I show. love that username, by the way. It's so <laughs> fucking dumb and funny. It's I like sh- stupid shit like that, so um, I'm here for it. But yeah, um, again, I I agree with you. I think this is going to be Missy's like breakout season where she's mm-hmm. like saving some shit. But I think she's. You know, this guy's smart. He's just yeah. like her. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, there's going to be a romance. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. She likes this guy already. Yeah. Yeah. The from way that the she was even looking at him, it's from head to toe. You I know, know. Like, it was just a slow gaze. Like, who is that? And just the way that, like, he was dressed. It was like, oh, God. Like, he is just yeah. such a citizen detective. Sits on Reddit all day. Incredibly smart. Crime watch. Probably as Asperger's like that. Just it's oh, the whole fuck. thing, and um, yeah, it's. I think it's gonna. They're gonna be really, really, really fucking funny together. I think it's gonna be. Yeah. And even just, I love the little games that they're already playing with each other. Like him giving her the note that she can only read with the blue light, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, and then her just like realizing that her first of all using a blue light to clean Caligula's cage is fucking neurotic. It's so neurotic. <laughs> Like, um, but then realizing it and she's like, ah, oh, duh. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it's going to be really cute. I think that they're going to be able to solve some shit together. Now, his motives other than just solving crimes, we don't know. We don't know him. Right. But um, I mean, he seems like he's just a fucking serious citizen detective. I don't know if he'll. To be honest, like from what I'm getting from him, just in the little bits that we got, I don't know if he's into reporting these things like to police. I think he really just wants to know. I think he's that type, like kind of like Misty is. Yeah. Like he just wants to know for himself. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Figured it out because I'm so smart. I know. I agree. And the thing is, what is alarming though is that um, her online. Uh, like her username is African Gray, whatever, whatever number or something, and so it's like she she's completely anonymous. All these people are anonymous. It's like, of course, detective anonymous. Like just right. you know, just remove the alcoholics and just add that in there, and boom, that's what they are. Yeah. It's uh, CDA. But um, so oh the God. fact that he was even able to find 
her where she worked, her first and last name, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like then, of course, he's going to look into it and would know that she survived this plane crash. And of so I'm like, I, that's I, that's the only thing I'm just like in the back of my mind. I'm kind of thinking like no one comes into these people's lives without a motive. Usually, of course, as we haven't seen thus far. So, like, you know. Um, so just like keeping that, like he definitely knows that Missy was on the plane and yeah. And the old time goal for anyone that's curious, like they want to know what happened in the wilderness. That's what everyone wants to know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm sure that's his motive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think that he's intrigued by Missy because she's great and she's, they're perfect together. God, they Mm -hmm. would, they would do scavenger hunts with their kids, like expert level scavenger hunts with their kids on weekends. Like that would be Escape rooms. Yes. Oh, God. Um, Okay. And then what else is on there? Travis and Lottie. Uh, Actually, we should should talk about Natalie and Lottie in relationship and, and where Lottie is now. So... Travis and Lottie in the woods. Um, something that Sam had said to me many times over last season and before the season came out uh, was that we she thought that Nat was not interpreting Travis's um, his experience correctly in relationship to like how he felt about Lottie and her like teachings or her believing or whatever like spiritual shit she's yeah so so Natalie a few times last season made comments that Travis didn't believe in any of the supernatural shit like it made Mm -hmm. it very clear that Travis didn't and then we're like okay well she was an unreliable narrator because clearly Mm -hmm. we're seeing firsthand that he was into it he was open to it and him and Lottie did have a relationship right yeah. Yeah. So um it's crazy because in the episode after Natalie shows the pants and is like, Hey, Javi is dead. Um, it was all very an emotional day for them, but like at the end of the night, Travis has sex with Nat, which is like fucking finally, bro. I know. It was just, I think the timing was a little weird. Normally, you yeah, don't it was a little the sex, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, I think for him, it, I don't know. It, for me, it felt like a very man thing to do. No offense. Like, I'm not hating on men, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, like you were in this vulnerable place. You felt like you got some closure. You were with Nat. She's the one, like, you guys are kind of in this. So now you feel like, okay, like I can, you know, like we're, that's like a chapter part that's kind of yeah. like, closed we can do this i mean i'm <clears throat> he did it you know i'm, you know, I, I, well, I'm I, happy I, that he did it and i'm happy that she got it but i am sad <laughs> that she got it the way that she did i was like fuck yeah. but she she fucking like enjoyed every moment that she got and honestly good for you girl like yeah again was it ethical no but was it ethical kind of Ugh. yeah <clears throat> yeah um, so the, the thing for me about this part is obviously the visions of Lottie that Travis yeah. is having. And it, it's crazy because the visions that he's having are not sexual. Well, no, they're, they're I maternal. thought that was really, yeah, maternal. And I, 
and like the yeah, vine, it just felt like, like a divine maternal energy. Well, like to me, the Virgin Mary like very, looking down on you. That's what it, it it felt Virgin Mary to me. Yeah, it felt like definitely very like I'm here for you, even if you like in whatever state you're in. Like I will still love you. Like I'm your caretaker. I'm gonna nurture you through whatever the fuck this is. You know, because he did have that one like anxiety attack experience with her, and she was like, "Hey, like you got to breathe," which is well, true. Like, got yeah. I'm thinking, oh, oh, Oedipal Complex, Oedipus Complex. He's attracted to a person that he feels is maternal. That's what the Oedipus, Oedipus Complex is. It's when a young child becomes sexually aroused or attracted to their their parent of the opposite sex. And usually, I mean, Sigmund Freud, it's, the, it's a theory, whatever. But he said, like, it's very, like, young kids go through it and then they get over it as they, get, as they go through puberty. But that's what the Oedipus Complex is. That makes sense now. So Travis, yeah. that's why she looks all dressed in white, glowing, yes. very maternal, very Virgin yes. Mary. And, but mm-hmm. he still is having like he's conf- he's getting like sexual feelings confused in there mm-hmm. seeing her while he's having sex she helps him out of a panic attack he gets a boner you know Correct. No, oh gosh yeah. wow guys because i was like edible complex that sounds like oedipus complex but that uh, how does that work in yeah your- relate to the episode yeah. yeah that was a really good fucking correlation Ooh. hell yeah girl Wow! Yeah. God, I love me some Freud, man. Yeah. Oh God, you know I love Freud too, but I am also like I feel like Freud is a fucking idiot, and you want to know why? Because there's no women in the canon. If women were talking about this shit, I bet the study would have been a lot fucking different. So I'm just putting that out there. I have no facts. I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't have a PhD, but that's how I feel. And this is a podcast. Where opinions are allowed. Okay, so well, I disagree with Maddie. I think that Freud is a genius. So fuck Freud. Just drawing our lines in the sand there. We are. And <laughs> but I still no, love but that, that makes so much more sense because Oedipus, obviously, we know the story mm-hmm. of Oedipus. He killed his father because he was in love with his mother, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Freud says that that's usually um like four-year-olds, like in you know, three right. five-year-olds have this complex. Um, so, but Travis is basically a little baby and he's losing his virginity, which is a very like kind of adolescent. Adolescent. Yeah. Um, and then that in relation to Lottie's story, adult present day Lottie's story to Nat about how Travis was going through a really traumatic moment, whether this is true or not, we'll talk about that, but you know, he calls Lottie for support. You know, like Lottie is the the person mm-hmm. that he kind of goes to, and then it's it's also you know there's a lot of like sex complexes about like men you know want like a wife that's nurturing but also that they're sexually attracted to but blah 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 you know it's like the Madonna and the whore thing yeah 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 that. you want you right. want a girl who's freaky as fucking bed but who's also a virgin like how does that make sense yeah it, it, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it it's the whole thing we have butt sex which. <laughs> stop (laughs) um no but uh the yeah so that i'm happy i just drew that that makes a lot of sense and yeah i agree i agree the um the titles for all the other episodes because the last episode was the beginning of that um the mark antony speech right where lend us your ears Mm -hmm. and boom Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode you get a little snacky ear (laughs) a little ear snacky (laughs) fuck 
Oh gosh. Um, okay. Yeah. But let's talk about um, Lottie and Travis. What do you think about this, the whole thing? So obviously, um, first of all, I think they definitely have a relationship out like in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably why he's also still connected to Lottie, even now, like calling her for advice. I do think that because we have realized that some of these narrators have been unreliable from past situations, I think even present day Lottie, extremely unreliable the way that she told the story. There's a couple different things that happened in that, that scene where they're walking it's her and Nat. It's like after she fucking stabbed the girl in the hand and she's like mm. out of the, the thing. And she's like, yo, like last time I saw you, you were in the loony bin and now you're fucking running a fucking cult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like when the girl brought her the smoothie, she's like, she's all like so loving and holistic. And, uh. But then when she brought her the wrong smoothie, she's like, well, I asked for this. She wasn't rude, but it was kind of like. Yeah, she's like, I didn't want matcha root. I wanted fucking chimichanga, you know, whatever yeah. she says. But yeah, it was, it was rude. It was, yeah, it was, it was pointed and it was, it was like, oh, ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay, like, we're not getting, I think that, like, I think that she's pr- so different. For, and then, you know, she probably is developing a God complex because, you know, she's help, quote unquote, helping all these people and all this stuff that I mm-hmm. think that, older Lottie like I think that a lot of the girls like Ty is is very much the same girl as she was as a teen Shauna same thing Natalie same thing like they're so connected I feel like Lottie is like adult Lottie is gonna we're gonna see that she's so different from teen Lottie because teen Lottie is very altruistic is only trying to help doesn't want anything from these people like you know, she she like is jumps in even when it's not necessary to try to defend or protect or whatever it is. Like, I just, I think that Lottie is very like genuine and is not really doing anything with a motive, but I think that adult Lottie, we're going to see that she is, I don't know. Like, I don't know yet. Big. big Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's definitely something to consider. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Lottie's story about what happened with Travis. I just, I don't believe her. And I think Nat has every right not to believe her, you know, like maybe not back in the wilderness. We haven't seen what else happens with them, but like right now as adults, I'm like, yeah, like Lottie seems kind of fucked up still even running a retreat. I'm like, sure you're doing whatever, but like this kind of retreat is kind of fucked up. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you got to question it. Burying a guy alive as a therapy. Is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I kind of understand it. I, uh, like, there are a lot of like practices where it's like pushing yourself to like to on, like, the verge, death? on the verge of like, yeah, like what walking, oh. like going like cliff, like standing oh. at the end of, edge of a cliff and letting your body create natural, you know, adrenaline and that kind of stuff is like, <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. There oh, are practices like that, so I get it. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even question that. I knew what she was doing when I saw it. Um, and these people mm-hmm. sign on for it. So it's like, of course, you know, of course. Of, is it ethical? Is it not? It just depends on like, what is she manipulating them? Is she conning them out of money? Is she, you know, blah. Um, sure. And like, how decent of a person is she? But Is it a wilderness scheme? Uh, yeah. 
if you will, right? If you will. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I don't think that she's telling the truth about Travis's death either. It seems so fucking stupid that the button got stuck. And then we also see when she's had, so there's a lot of flashbacks in this episode. It is a flashback. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's like a discrepancy in what, like, like, I can't tell if she actually, the buttons actually got stuck like she's telling Natalie or there's another version where she's, it's another flashback of her and she turns around. She's kind of in a trauma state, you know, where she's having a delusion or hallucination or whatever of Laura Mm -hmm. Lee and her burnt little teddy bear, R.A.P. So sad. Um, and, And like, I think that maybe she went into her own state of like psychosis and didn't lower Travis back down. Like she was supposed to, like it might've not been the button at all, but she's Mm -hmm. telling me that, that it was all an accident because she doesn't want to admit that she is still having traumatic episodes too, you know, episodes too, um, because she's got a God complex and she's got an ego now. She's got this whole business to run. Exactly. She could lose everything if that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Ty not admitting what is happening. Shauna not fucking admitting like how serious killing someone is. Um, You know, they're all kind of just trying to fool themselves into like, my life is fine. Yeah. Um, Even Misty thinking that all of them like really care about her. (laughs) Poor thing. I know. And Misty also killed the fucking reporter, right? Well, yeah. we haven't seen. We we didn't see her. Oh, well, yeah, the fentanyl. It was fentanyl, right? Yeah, the cigarette. Definitely, yeah. Made her made sure she uh, covered her. We haven't seen a funeral or news or anything about it yet. But um, yeah. yeah, Missy, I think is walking away from that one scot free. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, what a setup. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's just it's giving Arya Stark killing all the phrase. It's that giving yeah. just it's just shisty and clean yeah. and like yeah. you know the north yeah. remembers bitch yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. truly um yeah but I, I do think Lottie's lying at least to, to some degree um and I'm also just like so curious how Travis and Lottie's relationship develops while in the woods because if he is going through a uh, like a state like how she's explaining it, which I don't de- necessarily not believe, and for him to call her first, I'm just like, uh, they must have remained pretty close. Yeah. You know? Especially when no one yeah. else could find him and Lottie found him. But, oh, this is another kind of hole in the story, is um, if Travis wasn't planning on dying, then why would he give Lottie his bank account information? Because he gives her his bank account, her his bank account information, and she mm-hmm. says that. But why would he do that if he never, pl- if he didn't plan on dying? Because he was just like, I just want to go, I just want to be knocked out for a sec, and then I, I, I want to live. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, there's a hole in that story that way too. Yeah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, is there anything else about Nat and fucking Travis and Lottie? Ugh. I mean, I just have a theory that Nat... Oh, well, yeah, Nat, so she goes... I mean, the little vision that the that she has... Um, oh, when she wakes up from the nap. Yeah, well, she lays yeah. down, and then she... Like, I don't even think she takes a nap. I think she just, like, visualizes it, and then, like, w- like kind of sits up and gasps. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was, re- it was really weird, but 
she has like a, a blurry, I had to like pause it frame by frame on this part because it was like three seconds long. Um, she has a oxygen mask on and then there's a man standing there and it sounds like paramedics around. Right. And I think maybe it was like a flashback to a time that she overdosed. I think maybe Travis that's like found her like that or something. So I don't know. I think that we're going to get in this season a lot more of Nat and Travis's adult shared history. I hope we do. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, oh god yeah <clears throat> crazy uh, um, um so yeah i think okay, we should well, get into theories right yeah yeah um okay what do you think happens to or what do you think is going to happen with shauna and the present day police oh god i don't know i feel like too many people know i'm like jeff knows callie knows your friends know people know um (laughs) like this is too many people i feel like she's gonna get caught but this is also hollywood and a show so i'm like they're gonna finagle their way out of this somehow me do i have a theory on it no because i'm not smart like these redditors i'm not a writer so i'm gonna scavenge well, I don't know. Do I want to scavenge Reddit and then be like, oh, fuck, someone called it? Or do I want to be shocked and surprised? Yeah. Oh, fuck, the temptation is going to be I know, there. I know. I have ruined so many things for myself by doing that. Um, there was, oh, <laughs> I know. I ruined White Lotus. There was somebody that I've got learned by proxy because of you. I know. I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, I think I actually don't know what's going to happen with Sean and the police either, but I do know that in um, Walter, AKA I I put the sick in forensics. um, He says in his note to Misty that he scoped out the motel that Nat was at, saw -hmm. that the camera was a dummy camera. And then also he met a guy that's been staying there for a while who thinks he's going to get investigated by the FBI. That's Randy. That's Jeff's shitty fucking stupid best friend brandy that shauna runs into when she's going to nat hotel and they like have to lie like randy's like yeah jennifer kicked me out or whatever his wife's name is and she's like oh yeah i'm just parking here because i have book club down the street they run into she's lie, and um and yeah so it's that's definitely randy and i'm like randy is gonna fucking shit all over this everybody because he he knows that they were blackmailing Shauna and Bob. Correct. I don't know if he knows anything about Adam specifically, but like, no. he's gonna say some shit that's gonna throw a whole monkey wrench into it because he's a big dumb dummy. Yeah, agreed. So I agreed. caught that. I caught that. This is my second rewatch too. I was like, oh fuck, that's fucking fat ass Randy. Damn it, <laughs> Randy. God damn it. Oh, oh. so I, I like that will probably happen. That's gonna be funny to see him being fucking interrogated. Um. Yeah, but Mark, yeah, is but Bobby, sorry, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Oh, you were gonna I ask gonna, me a question. I was gonna ask you, is Javi alive? Um, I'm gonna say yes because it's a show and it's Hollywood, and everything that Lottie has said has been accurate to this point, and she thinks that he's yeah. alive. So, I also yeah. know that if you haven't seen them die on screen, they're not dead. Yeah, there's yeah. I mean, logically, I do think he's dead. I'm like, two months out in the cold by yourself, bitch, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You're dead. You have no weapons. You have nothing. Um, unless you randomly got a hiker. But why wouldn't you 
come and try to get the rest of the people. Why wouldn't you tell them? I don't know. Maybe he's in like a silent state. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Javi might be alive. Um, one of Somewhere. the I saw. Okay, so there was I was on Reddit during my rewatch earlier, and um, somebody there was a thread that was started by someone that said, uh, "I want to hear your craziest Yellow Jackets theories," <laughs> and um, somebody commented and said, "Javi snuck into the cabin just to shit in the bucket, then disappeared into the wilderness again." Oh, that person, God. I finally have a redditor's name. I finally saved it. It is Vic McQueen. And I could not stop laughing for a good five minutes. And I sent it to Maddie mm-hmm. and I think she had the same reaction. I but- audibly fucking made noise, <laughs> laugh noises. It was so funny. I was like, yeah, who did shit in the fucking bucket? Oh my God. My biggest yeah. question. So yeah. That was literally my biggest question because they don't come back to it. No one admits. So <laughs> first of all, let me just say this. Coach should be allowed to shit in the bucket. Mm-hmm. He has one fucking leg, you mm-hmm. assholes. Mm-hmm. First of all, yep. that's the only one who gets shitting bucket privileges, honestly. Yep. <laughs> or, like, switch off once a week. Someone gets to shit inside for once because it's cold as fuck outside to pull your pants yeah. down every single time. Like, come up with a fucking system, girls. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I know. Or, um, like, yeah, I think I it could have been Ty, though. I'm like, what if she shat in her sleep? Ah, wow, what a little anarchist. A little anarchist. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. You died just fucking it up for everybody. (laughs) Well, and then she ended up taking it out, which is kind of fitting. That's why I thought it might have been her. Yeah, guilty. I was like, maybe you just didn't remember, bitch. Yeah, no, I'll do it then. Well, you probably need to. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know. I truly don't know who it could have been. I do think that um coach Ben should have his own bucket that gets emptied yes. by by someone else. I mean, he can fucking walk his own bucket outside. That's fine. But he should be able to shit inside. He can hardly, he can't even crouch. They don't have How does someone shit in the woods with a fucking fucking what are they called? Fucking the thingies that he uses. The crutches. The crutches. How does someone okay. They don't have shit height. Like, so wait, I'm going to tell you a story. And I imagine this is how he does it. So for anyone who's out there shitting or pissing in the woods, somebody told me this one time and it made so much sense. They're like, instead of crouching down like a fucking idiot, you actually need to hold on to a tree and lean back so you don't like shit on yourself or you know, piss on yourself. So coach could hold on with one arm and like lean back and balance with the crutch and probably. My God, it sounds terrible. Instead of him being able to gracefully sit on a bucket, you know, they don't have any buckets. Well, they have the one bucket. They have the piss bucket. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, he, if he could sit on that, you know, but that's true. Mm. How do people, how do like paraplegics shit in the woods? How do they shit without somewhere to sit? Because like you can't balance a nub with one leg, you know? I honestly don't know. I oh, don't gosh. know. What a horrible sight. Poor fucking coach, man. Gosh. I know. It's fucked up. But truly, I need to- 
What if it was the fucking antler queen who shit in the bucket? Who is Fuck the antler queen? That's the question. Because it's, now I don't even fucking know anymore. Who is the <laughs> other, other redditor that said the antler queen is just four little baby antler queens dressed up like on top of each other in a big suit, uh, little rascal style? Yeah. Uh, didn't say that one's name. Didn't know that that yeah. one had. Sorry. But yeah, no, wilderness babies um, on each other's shoulders. Yes. <laughs> Oh yes. gosh. Um, so many questions. Yeah. Who yeah. shot in the bucket will probably never get solved. And I, I know that, that the, I need that one to get solved. I know. And I know the writers are just fucking laughing in their little writer's room right now. Like these people are going to harp on this, you know, mm-hmm. like, fuck the dead body, fuck the hallucinating your own kid and, you know, killing your own wife and all this. Like, who shit? Who shit? (laughs) Who done it? (laughs) Fuckers. First of all, how do you even have that much to shit when y'all are not even eating? Why is it? I don't even know. Exactly. That's number one. And they're probably so constipated. All they're eating is bear meat. There is like no fiber in that. I don't even know how they're passing anything. And like, fucking misty like uh is it a girl shit or a guy's shit like or a girl's poop or a guy's poop do you think there's a difference between a girl's poop and a guy's poop yeah men are disgusting and rank and it's big (laughs) and women are petite cute little ponies and we're little unicorns and we just take little rabbit poops little pellets (laughs) so yeah coach travis (laughs) maybe hobby <laughs> Imagine. If it's Robbie, I will laugh so fucking hard at the end. I'll be well, like, first of all, that was good. That was yeah. fucking good. Truly, truly. Um, there are also other theater uh, theater theaters theories <laughs> that Javi is Javi's the antler queen or Javi is the pit girl. So what's the pit girl? The girl at the very beginning with the heart necklace that dies in the pit remember they're chasing her That's oh the yeah oh i didn't know we were that she had a name pit girl fuck yeah, pit girl. okay <laughs> oh shit damn shout out pit yeah. girl we haven't so, seen you since the first fucking episode of this series i know so so because one of the things is like also another theory is that um javi the wilderness saves him and he becomes the you know he, the all-encompassing wilderness power the antler queen or whatever you know that that's how he's making all those signs out there Mm -hmm. maybe but it wasn't the sigil there before yes yeah he might be making more i mean i i don't know this is just a very very loose theory that you know if he is alive the wilderness saved him hell yeah he fucking is from the fucking what is the clan of the bears bear clan raised by wolves motherfucker motherfucker (laughs) well we hope to see javi again truly we hope he's not shitting in the bucket with his big old boy poops and um we're so glad that you joined us if you have any other theories please shoot us a twitter dm us leave a review on apple podcasts which Which we did so let's (laughs) let me just end this here by saying We are not trained in tech at all. We are doing this podcast ourselves. We're producing it. 
but we're also learning how to do this stuff. Yeah, we're so, completely self-taught. No one taught us how to do this. We did not yeah. take any classes. We did not go to school for this. No. No, we um, were just this this so, came out of uh, phone calls, us talking yes. about this. And we're like, fuck it. Let's, you know, I'll learn how to do this and we'll do yeah. it. So um, first of all, thank you for bearing with us and listening, even though it's been a little kinky on our way. But also we just learned that Apple Podcasts you can leave reviews on. And we did not <laughs> check them until recently because we just learned how to do that Mm -hmm. so everyone who left us a review good or bad thank you thank you for listening thank you for giving us some criticism and some constructive Mm -hmm. criticism because we're trying to apply those things and also thank you for engaging with us and and with the theories and like giving us your opinions this is what we wanted to do the podcast for is just like you know we're we're into like reading the Reddit theories and we want to know your theories and how you feel. So we thought this would be a good place to do it. So, you know, um, thanks for bearing with our little tech idiot selves. Yes. And, and uh, um, yeah, follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is hb.hose. Twitter is hb underscore hose. Um, and then you can email us at hose at hbhose.com. Hell yeah. So thanks for listening. We're so excited for next week's episode. And if you're into succession, join us for that podcast on Tuesdays, um, probably uploaded for Wednesday mornings. Uh, So yeah, check us out. If not, find us here next week. (laughs) All right. Bye, hoes. Bye.